you are now about to experience the Revive Effect. My name is Matt Celestio, entrepreneur and holistic health specialist. And if you're ready to start your health journey but don't know where to begin, you are in the right place. At Revive, we create better ways of living for our generation by changing the conversation around health. And each episode shows you exactly how to build health into your life. You'll unlock tactics to improve your sleep, nutrition, anxiety, self-talk, and mind. Break free from quick fix culture because it's time you learn to love your body and start to feel like the real you again. Welcome to The Revive Effect. Hey, hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Revive Effect podcast. I'm your host, Matt Celestio, founder and CEO of Revive, holistic well-being specialist. And you know what? Just to your own horn, I'm an all-around great guy. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, there's my beautifully humble intro to myself. But I'm really happy to tune into this episode with you because obviously the topic is really great. And I've been really thinking about this concept of health and well-being and goals and how it all all really culminates into this one big realization that I've had. And that is this right here. We don't need more complex science-backed tactics to get to where we want to go. We don't need more complex trackers and calorie counters and all this mumbo jumbo. We know what we need to do. We need to learn how to stop getting in our own way. And that's why this episode and our special guest today is really going to answer the question about what we just asked, you know, how do we get out of our own way? How do we actually start showing up for ourselves and build an elite level of discipline in every area of our life, from our nutrition to our relationships to our just everyday goals? The answer is all the same. Once you learn how to cultivate that discipline, once you learn how to show up for yourself and be accountable for yourself, everything in life seems to fall into place for you. Now, I've had a lot of really great guests on the show, and I always try to pick a guest that really beautifully suits the topic that we're going to cover today. And because we are on this level of elite level discipline and how to cultivate that, I have an awesome guest, one of my great buddies. I've known him for a while, Mariano. We actually met back in grade nine, believe this or not, and now we're both up to some really cool things uh, doing entrepreneurship, as well as a lot of different great things in the health space. But where Mariano can really bring in some expertise into this concept and topic today is his pro-level career that he had uh, back when he was in high school, back when he was really training hard, back when he was at that elite level. And he played soccer over in Europe. He was in South America. We really dive deep into that. And we look at a lot of the practices that he had to go through uh, in those trials and those tribulations But the main thing and the whole thing that this episode is really centered around is the mindset that helped him get to where he needed to be. Obviously, there was some grit, there was some training, there was some blood, sweat and tears, literally, probably, that got him to where he was. But at the end of the day, if you look at the patterns through this conversation today that I have with him, it's all mental. Now, what you need to know about Mariano before we dive in, just to give him some authority Not only was he a pro-level soccer player before, but now he is the founder and owner of True Athlete Training over in Vaughn, and his whole training style is centered around athleticism, athletics, strength and conditioning, and a whole range of other things in a specialist gym, and it is really remarkable to see what he's up to. I paid himself himself a visit to his gym. It really blew my mind. Um, Besides that, what Mariano's mission is, is really empowering and it's really inspiring because he talks about 
just giving people a better quality of life and helping them exceed their limitations. I really like that because I resonate with that. You don't understand how powerful you truly are until you give yourself the ticket and permission to do so and find out. And Mariano and his athletics and his team and his facility help you step into that power and get you to where you want to be. So that's really remarkable. Mariano, thank you for that. He has also spoken at a ton of charity events uh, in the past, just really empowering and inspiring people around this mission of health and well-being, strength and conditioning, and really exceeding your limitations. Mariano brings a monsoon of practical advice, real insights, raw stories today that we go over. I also dive into my personal journey as well as some of my own mindset hacks and tactics that I used in my career uh, in the sport world. Obviously, it wasn't as professional as Mariano's, um, but still, nevertheless, the principles apply the same in everyday life. And we go over discipline, not just in the gym, not just uh, in your goals, but literally everyday life because it's a philosophy that he embodies. He teaches his clients, uh, even, even just the people around him. He just inspires them to understand when you are disciplined in one area of your life, it spills over into many. So if you're you're disciplined in the kitchen with your meals, you want to be disciplined with your nutrition, guess what? You're going to take actions that are disciplined in your relationship to show up for your relationship, to invest in your relationship in a way that it deserves. And the same goes for your career, your profession, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. This is an episode that beautifully culminates every aspect of life to help you step into the truest version of you. But at the end of the day, like I said in, in the beginning of this podcast, it's a mental game. It really is. We all don't want to get out of bed in the morning. That's mental. There's nothing physical you might actually be able to do. It's literally overpowering your mind and stepping in to a more empowered, a more serious, a more disciplined person. And that starts with the mind. So Marianne and I, we go over some great tactics. I'm really, really excited for you to dive into this. And another quick ta- a little tidbit here about mindset and how this all really ties in. I got some cool advice. We actually just wrapped up a new program here at Revive in the Revive Academy called Quantum Mindset Shifting. And I literally, we recorded this on the weekend and we go over six, it's a six week program that takes you step by step to shifting your limiting beliefs into something where you're more empowered, driven, disciplined, consistent, and self-assured. And you know what? I'll throw confidence in there in there as well, just because When things are mental and when you learn how to navigate your inner dialogue and you use your mind as a co-pilot rather than something you are battling, the goals and the things that you envision for yourself in your life just seem to magically fall into place because now you are in alignment with a different person. You are now somebody that you were trying to be mentally and you are that person before you even attain that lifestyle. So I invite you to click that link below, check over to our Revive Academy Depending on when you're listening to this, we might actually go live. The whole academy launches in January. You're going to get access to this quantum mindset shifting course, as well as an array of other amazing step-by-step courses from personal mastery to self-talk, anxiety, nutrition, sleep, gut health, literally everything. But the quantum mindset shifting, that's a really good one that if you're listening to this episode and this podcast with Mariano, you'll find immense value in that. So click a link in the show notes wherever you're listening to this. Head over to the Revive Academy and come join us on the inside. It is really great to see what we're doing. And I really want to see all the immense value that you can get out of this uh, program. But without further ado, right now, let's take some actionable tactics. Let's step into this conversation with Mariano and let's build some elite level discipline. 
Ladies and gentlemen, let's get going. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the TRE Podcast, the Revive Effect Podcast. Matt Celestio here with, as always, a special guest. We never have a dull moment on the show. Mariano in the building. Mariano, thanks for being here, man. Thanks for having me. How you feeling today? Yeah, good. Good, Good, man. Good. Well, thanks for bringing us into your gym. We're recording at the True Athlete Training Center here in Vaughn, right? This is Vaughn? Vaughn, Vaughn, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I forget where I come sometimes, man. It's got all over the place. (laughs) But yeah, we got a crazy great episode lined up for everybody today with the title being Build Elite Level Discipline in Every Area of Your Life, okay? Mariano's going to walk us through this and bring us through his own expertise, his own stories, because he's had a crazy story himself, and now as an owner of a gym, I think he could bring a lot of, lot of different tactics and practices around discipline. So Mariano, let's jump right into it, yeah, man? Let's do it. I'm ready. Discipline can look different for everyone. Yeah, you've played as an elite-level athlete around the world. You currently train tons of people with your expertise. Discipline is built into your core. Right now, listeners and myself, we really want to know, what does discipline look like currently for Mariano? I think, I think discipline is something that just goes throughout my entire day. I believe discipline is something you go from making your bed, brushing your teeth, getting up, doing your routine every single day. That's already discipline, right? It's like a one step of actually doing it. Mm. And then throughout my day, getting to work on time, you know, giving the same amount of quality to all my clients, doing everything I do from working out to helping other people work out and just staying consistent with the same or trying to stay at the same level of consistency every day. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, you know, I like what you're saying, though, is not this big, grand thing. It's literally built into your day. Small things, and that translates into bigger things down the road, right? 100%. As the day goes on, more things come along, and you know that you have to get them done, right? Regardless of what happens throughout the day, the discipline keeps you in check to to get them done regardless, you know what I mean? Sometimes things don't go your way, or they become a little challenging, or you get a little lazy, or you become tired, and then you still get them done. That's just an everyday thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So even across, we're going to get into the nitty gritty of your career and all the cool things you're doing now. But have you ever struggled with discipline yourself? And what did that look like for you? Even the most generic answer would be like, yeah, like there's days where I'm not motivated. Right. Like I don't want to work out. I don't want to go to work. I don't want to I don't want to train. There's days you don't want to do anything. Right. And that's the most generic answer because it's the truth. We go in, you do it anyways. Right. Um, But discipline where I've struggled, a lot of it is almost the opposite of knowing when to be a little bit, prioritize other things that involve less discipline. Okay, mm. that's, that's something that I've struggled with, um, which we're gonna get more into the whole like athlete part of my life and everything, but the prioritizing friends and family, um, that also requires discipline. So that was, that's one thing that I would say I struggle with sometimes, you know? Yo, yeah. you took that question in a whole nother direction. I like yeah. that because, again, that's something I struggle with, too, is so focused, goal-oriented. We always want to do a million things that's you know, self-development, whether that's our health, whether just getting in the gym. But yeah. you, we forget the things that really matter in life. So can you touch on what you just meant by that? As again, reprioritizing friends, family, things you actually enjoy? Exactly. Like sometimes we, we view discipline as, like like you said, you know, focusing on your health, the gym, work, success, this, you know, that we forget about the, the most important things. Like, like family, like friends, like, you know, taking time for yourself, which also requires discipline to, to notice that, you know, that you have to prioritize that, that part of your life as well. Yeah, you know? definitely, man. No, I love that. So then you even teach your clients uh, to apply discipline and stay consistent with their training. Like that's, we always say training is like 90% mental. Yeah. It doesn't matter what discipline you're, or what area you're training in. So how do you teach them this and then instill it as a life virtue for them? 
I think the number one thing would be being the example for them, right? On the days that I don't want to come in or the days that I still come in, right? And I try to show them that there is really no, there's no real excuse not to show up. You know what I mean? So if, if I can show up for myself, they can show up for them. And can I just teach them that, like, just try to come in no matter what. Get here first. Obviously, there's days where, you know, people get sick and they're, they're not feeling well or things happen, personal things happen. But if you, very, if you limit, how, like, how many of those excuses you can really give yourself, you create discipline. And then just consistency, you know, and it just keeps going on and on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So is that almost like a self-talk kind of thing? Because we talk ourselves out of going to the gym for some BS excuse. Is that sure. what you're kind of getting at? For sure. I think, I think it goes both. You can, you can easily find an excuse not to do something. You can find an excuse to do something. Right? So just try to find the excuse to, to do it, to go ahead and, and, you know, and keep going. And that builds like a, a, you know, like a routine and it builds a, a consistency and a discipline in you that, that it just becomes easier and easier. Hmm. Right? That's how I feel about it. It's not an easy thing. Oh, for sure. It's not easy. There's, there's some people that you can teach it and they're just like, okay, and you feel like them get the grasp of the idea very easily. And then there's certain people that struggle a lot longer on getting that routine, that method of like, okay, let me give myself a reason to go and uh, to do it and to get it done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yo, definitely. And uh, one thing that I do personally because I go to the gym early in the morning. Yeah. And we, Canadians, yo, it's getting dark at five. <laughs> yo, it's cozy in bed. I respect that. <laughs> it's tough sometimes, like you said, yeah. man. But one thing that I do, and it gets me out of bed every time, is just get up. Like, just get up. Yeah. Don't let yourself even think about it. Once you're standing, now you're like, okay, I'm up. I'm out of the comfort that I was talking myself into staying into. And all of a sudden, I'm packing my bag, filling my water bottle, and I'm out the door. For sure. So a lot of it for me, again, is self-talk. And I think everybody can resonate with that have a better inner dialogue but at the same time sometimes just like get shit done just do it and just keep like get in there man get whatever you need to do get it done and then get to the gym yeah, 5am is crazy 530 so that's that's impressive not many people can do that yeah that's very cool but the other thing is and this is a good concept of discipline and consistency people ask me too like how do you stay so disciplined and consistent especially at five in the morning going to the gym there's no hacks or tricks or whatever no bs mm. excuse like that like, i have a deep why mm. I like to go to the gym because it makes me feel good. The 100%. days I don't go to the gym, I feel like garbage. So even just having that in my head saying, you're not going to go today, you're going to have the rest of the day feeling like shit. Do you want to do that? For the sure. answer is no. I'm going to the gym. That's how it is, right? No, I think that's good. I, that's, like I said, very impressive. A lot of people can do it. I'm not a huge <laughs> 5 a.m. You won't see me here at 5 a.m. Yeah. Um, but I will have it, 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 the, the discipline to do it afterwards where everyone is done. They're going home. I'm going to stay back, work out, and get it done regardless. Um, but yeah, like you said, that inner talk, that that knowing the, the deep why of why you're doing it. Huge. That's what it is. Huge, man. Yeah. So let's dive into your career because you had a pretty crazy, awesome experience uh, early when you were young. I remember I was like, you was this Mariano guy in high school being like this famous guy. Um, but I want to dive into the mental and physical discipline that comes from playing sports at an elite level for so long. But before we do that, my listeners and myself want to know, like, what did your experience at this level of playing look like? What did you do? Where did you go? What did your playing look like? Training, things like that. Um, okay, so starting from, I guess, from the start, um, the, the, more, the more competitive side of what I did with, with soccer, I, like, like you know, I left pretty young. I was like six, 15, 16, you know, out of high school. Started in Argentina, was there for, for like about a year, and then... Got, went over to Europe, was in Spain for about two years, moved around between Portugal, um, Spain, a few other countries. And your question is, like, how, is, how was that discipline there? 
Yeah, but even more so, like, what did it look like day to day? Are you training every day? Or are you just seeing the sights because you're yeah. in Europe? What does that whole experience entail? Uh, the, be the whole experience at the beginning, I would say the first, like, three months in Argentina looked like a lot of, how do you say, loneliness. Really? Okay, as a 16-year-old, 15-year-old, a lot of loneliness. Um, but it was exciting at the same time, right? Like, you're there doing something that you love. I was training every day. It was six times a week, minimum. Um, getting up every day, 6.30 in the morning, you know, going to training, getting there, being there for about three hours, okay, by the time that you, you would start, warm up, be train for two hours, go back home. It was a whole day thing, right? Jeez. So that was like the beginning of my career. Then when I went to Europe, it was a little different, but again, it, it, just, it just got more competitive as time went on, but it was fun. It was fun, yeah. It was fun. Even just the different lifestyle that you're living, because it's... Is the other thing we talked about too is the way they see, we see discipline here at 18 is the way they view it at eight years old there. 100%. So it's almost like coaches expected this to be embedded into you, into your core. So what did you mean by this when we were having this earlier combo? That like the, these, this level of competitiveness they have over there and like the way that they view particularly this sport that I was in, um, it was something that was already in, like embedded in them, like you said, right from early age. So me coming over there, you know, 16 years old, trying to adapt to this lifestyle, for them, it was like these kids, like it was something that was already expected. It was expected from, from you as a 16-year-old because you were supposed to know this already at 8, mm. 10 years old, right? So it wasn't, luckily for me, I think that I've built a certain level of, um, of discipline and, and like self, I don't know how to say, self-accountability, like from a young age, okay? So I knew what I wanted. I wanted to go over there. I wanted to play. So going, it wasn't as challenging, I would say. But yeah, it was definitely a different, a different experience. Almost like a culture shock because, it's, like you said, it's totally different lifestyle from when we're eight and they're eight over here. We were just playing outside of recess. Then we're probably training. So then when you got there, did this affect your mental and physical performance? Like whether you're on the field, off the field, just even knowing that maybe you were maybe quote unquote behind? Oh, for sure. Like for sure. You have, first of all, you, you, you know, being, being a foreigner, you have a, a certain like people look at you differently from, from the jump, right? And then on top of that, you have to prove yourself not only in the sport and the skill-wise, but now you have to catch up in this mental aspect of the game where, where it's, I think, almost more important than, than the actual skill itself. Like you have, in any sport, right? In any sport, you have probably tons of players that play at your level, right? You've played hockey before, right? Mm. You can probably find a ton of players that play the same level as you, but it's always the ones that have that, that mental strength that make it longer. Sometimes you have ones that actually have less skill than you that end up playing before you because they know how to, how to battle certain adversity that, that as a foreigner, for one, and you come in and you have to keep up that, that level, you know what I mean? Yeah, it yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. It's tough. It is tough. Well, even you're just jogging my memory. Back, I remember when we started dry land, uh, dry land training, because in hockey, we don't always play on the ice. Sometimes yeah. we're going to practice literally in the gym like this. Yeah. And this was a new concept for us, right? We go, what the heck are we dry land training for? <laughs> I just want to be on the ice. I want to score goals. For sure. And I remember being in training. We were doing spin class. And there's points where you can uh, turn the tension on the bike up or you can turn it down, right? That's how a spin bike yeah. works. But the instructor, would, they would never know if you were actually on the high gear. Yeah. You could just fake it. You know for what I sure. mean? So there would be a, a running joke in the class or in the team. They go, yeah, yeah, nobody's really turning the gears up to 15, 16. We're all just faking it because it's, it's hard. It sucks. Nobody wants to do it. But there were some kids that were very disciplined and they would just do it anyways. They go, I don't care if the coach knows, if the trainer knows, I know. I'm going to get it done. There and you, you can actually see 
the stamina on the ice later down the season, they go third period, everybody's huffing and puffing. The people that actually stayed consistent with it and did it, sure. zoom in, they're fine. For sure, that's how it, that's how it goes. I love it. That's amazing. That's, that's, really, that's really what it is though, right? That's, that's the concept behind like, that whole like, like self, just that self consistency that you have, right? That's amazing, that's, that's, that's good. And accountability. And it's beautifully transitioned into what we spoke uh, earlier on our phone call, man, the input and output and his philosophy on how you view it. So why, first of all, can you explain what that is for our listeners? I think it's simple as whatever you, whatever you put out is what you're gonna get back, right? It might not be, you know, there's a whole philosophy that people talk about now about delayed gratification, okay? It's simple, it's simple and it's really similar to that, right? Whatever you give, you're gonna get back. You might not get it right away, you go to the gym, okay? You go for a gym for one month, you might not see that, many, that much results right away. You go for a whole year, you're talking a different story. Um, you fight for a certain position in a job, okay? You might not get it the first time, but if you keep going, maybe two or three times after that, you get the position, right? Whatever you give is what you get back, okay? And a lot of people, especially nowadays, don't realize that part, where it's like, oh, I, I tried, that's it. I tried, didn't work out, I move on to the next thing. I see it all the time, I train, I train younger, younger kids, obviously the society today, you see it as well, but it's simple as whatever you give, you're going to get back. And if you think you're going to get it the first time around, you're in for a rude awakening. A rude life awakening, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like it's, we're in the gym right now talking about it. You'll put the reps in, you'll see the gains. For sure. And that's essentially, in a nutshell, what you're talking about. Literally. It's sim- I think it's simple as that. It's as simple as that. So let me ask you, why should listeners adopt this mindset when they're pursuing goals, whether it's the gym, learning a new skill, any area of life? Why should they adopt it, this whole philosophy mindset? Well, I think, I think they should only adopt it if, if they really want to, right? It, it, it goes back to the, the, we all want things. We all want things. We all want to be successful in any, in any area, materialistic or just in the sense of just being, having a better life, being healthier, looking differently. Okay? If you want to improve in anything, it, like I said, it goes back to if you want to change anything, you have to give something. And if you don't give, you're not going to get back. Okay? And that's where people struggle a lot where it's like, I don't want to give. Okay, that's fine. Don't give anything and you won't get anything and that's, and that's fine. Some people are comfortable, right? And I think that's a very dangerous position to be in. Mm. Comfort. You know? Well, I like what you said you have to give something and I want to quickly transition here. When people do something, let's say the gym, for example, yeah. there's an opportunity cost involved with looking that certain way, having that certain physique and that certain lifestyle. Does that, if you want to train every day, that means you're not going to be going out every single night. You have to give something up to get something in return. And here's the other thing, like with food that you're eating, like your Twinkies, you like your chips, you like all this, hey, all the power to you. But if you want to have a good physique, you most likely will have to give that up on a consistent basis. And a lot of people say, well, you know what, I kind of don't like that because I still want to live my life. Uh, I still want to look like that. What's your take on that? Do you feel you have to give up something in order to get something in return? The irony behind that is that you're still going to be giving up something regardless. Okay, so you give up, you give it up now. Okay, you give up something now and you get a reward out of it or you don't give it up and you end up losing later on in life. Okay, either being overweight or being sick or being um, just sluggish, sluggish, not, not in, the, in the shape that you want to be when your children or your grandchildren are running around you and you just can't move it the way you would want to. And then comes, you know, being depressed, unmotivated, et cetera, et cetera. So I feel like you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna lose regardless. So I'd rather lose, lose now Okay, and you know, reap the rewards later on, or don't give up anything now, and you're still gonna lose later on, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's almost like people don't don't see that, and I try to explain this to to, um, especially my my 
older clients um, that have that have like structured this life, right? That it's hard to change, right? They, they've they've already built a routine. They've built what they what they've wanted. They have a career. They have a family, but they've never really looked at, let's say, their health as a priority. And if they and you keep going down this 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 rabbit hole, it's hard to get out of later on. And they and they want to get out, but now it's hard to reteach all those all those uh, methods that they have of how things should be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I love what you're saying. I resonate with everything you're saying. And for me, I'm somebody like get shit done. Like I'm cold turkey. If I'm gonna start running, I run every day yeah. from day one. If I'm giving up meat, I'm giving up meat every day from day one. But a lot of people always ask me like, you're a little bit too rigid. You're very one-dimensional in terms of this is where I'm going and I'm gonna get there. And I don't leave any wiggle room for, you know, maybe a little drink here and there, or maybe a little dessert here and there. What's your perspective on giving yourself some reward and some cheats as you go throughout your consistent and disciplined kind of journey, whether it's gym, goals, whatever it is? The word that you're trying to say there is balance, right? Like the balance word is balance. You have a little bit of balance. But I think if you're trying to get something done, there is no such thing as balance. Um, you have to become almost dangerously obsessed with something to get something done. Um, even if it's not for long term, when things, maybe if it becomes a very, very long term obsession, yeah, you, you start to maybe lose yourself a little bit. But if you have a goal that's going to take you three months, six months, maybe a year, and you become crazy obsessed with it, that's what you need. That's the only way to get it done. You can't share your, your time with other things in balance, um, you know, quote unquote balance, but like you can't because your time has to be put into something that it requires almost 100% of your time, okay? Now, it's a little bit on you to see, okay, how is this taking me? You know, you're, you're, what's, my, what's, what's my mental health looking at in this, when I'm trying to get, trying to get done? Um, how, is my, how are my relationships right now on trying to get this done? If everything is okay, then I think you can continue being as obsessed as you are. Uh. You know what I mean? Now, if you're completely losing yourself in this process, um, then you have to reevaluate what you're trying to do or how you're doing it. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I love that. Um, but for the most part, if you want to get something done, you have to be, you know, pretty obsessed. I think it was I don't know David Goggins that kind of spoke about um, it's okay to be obsessed with something. Um, and then, and then once you're done and you feel like you've achieved it, yes, reward yourself. You know, like you said, talking about cheat meals and stuff like that. Reward yourself once you've you feel like you've achieved it. Um, and then get back on track again. And then look for the next obsession. That's it. You know, and then look for the next one and keep and, and get into that one and do something and achieve something all over again. Right? Um, as you go through new achievements, I feel like you will, I'm kinda of running off on this, but keep it going. I feel like you once you once you you start achieving things, um, you find better ways to achieve them. So with a little bit more um, margins of balance. Yeah as you learn how to do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you, okay, I, last time I did this, maybe I should have taken a little bit more time, you know, to see my family. Uh, I should have taken a little more time just to reach out to my friends. And you, and you learn from that. And so the next time you go for a goal and you know you gotta be obsessed on it, okay, you know it's gonna take a lot on you, but you know that you have to take certain time for certain things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if you wanna call that balance, but I feel like it's just a learning experience as you start to, you know, have new new goals for yourself over and over again. You iterate, you refine over time. Exactly. It becomes much more streamlined. Yeah. You know, I'm actually going to add to this because you get my mind jumping here too. 
when everybody's talking about taking a cheat meal, taking a cheat day, a relaxation day to have this quote-unquote balance, don't go for the BS that keeps you where you are. So if you're, let's say somebody who wants to eat healthier, don't give yourself a cheat meal filled with like, I can't say brand names or whatever, but like cheeseburgers, french fries, like Coke, like don't do that to yourself. Why don't you reward yourself with something that will still make you feel good, you'll still enjoy it. Why don't you make yourself a homemade banana bread instead? Yeah. Why does it have to be something like garbage? You're trying to get out of that, yeah. you know, that mindset and that whole lifestyle that you were just in. Why not start attuning yourself to an energy of a person who is healthier? And if a healthy person is going to have a nice cheat meal, balanced day, that's what they're going to have. Does that make sense? It does make sense. I feel like but the people that struggle with finding that type of alternative are the ones that haven't achieved much yet because mm. they, they don't know what it takes. Mm. Okay, so they don't know the value of it yet of what it actually takes to get somewhere. So they don't know that, yeah, I could easily just do a cheat meal. Why not? I've, I've trained five times this week. Let me go and splurge out on something that I shouldn't, right? Because they don't know that it actually takes more than just those five days. Mm, so you would Did, almost recommend like just cold turkey. Put your head down and lock in. Try it out. Try it out. Try it out. See, see, <laughs> see. can you go really a month without giving yourself any reward whatsoever? Do you really deserve a reward yet? Is a month enough, right? Ooh. You know what I mean? Like once, once you start to really value all the work you're putting in, it becomes a lot harder to, to cheat. You know what I mean? He's not in alignment with who you are anymore. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you want to, oh, yo, that's good, yeah. man. Yeah. Wow, Mariano, my yeah. man. Okay, let's, let's get back into your, uh, uh, your journey here at the top of an elite level athlete. What I'm really interested in is this constant pressure of being at the top and relentlessly trying to prove yourself to the coaches. Right? And this beautifully ties in with what we said, balance and just kind of giving yourself some freedom to do whatever you want to do. But you could essentially train all week, put in more work than the guy next to you. He makes it to the starting lineup and you don't. Like, that's a possibility, right? Did that ever happen to you? A hundred percent. There's so many that my brain goes everywhere here. So a hundred percent. Going back, back in, 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 in Argentina, I, I eventually got to that point where I became part of the starting lineup everything, I waited long enough, I was patient enough where I ended up getting um, that respect I feel like I deserved it there and I earned it. Um, it was hard at first. No one was looked like, yes, they were, the eyes were on you, but you just, weren't, you just weren't given that respect yet, okay, especially coming in from a different country, et cetera, et cetera, right? Uh, going back now into Europe, I had a much harder time, okay, where there it was like, you know, week in, week out, I knew I was working harder than these, than these guys, right? I knew I was. I knew I had to because it's just how, you know, it's just how it goes. You know, you're someone new. You're new to the team. On top of that, you're not from the same country as them. You have to put in more work, right? And I did exactly that. Did I, do I feel like I ever got that, um, let's say, that time that I deserved over there? Not as much. Right, not as much. Definitely had the opportunity eventually, but it became, it, it took a while. It took a long time to get there, right? You're talking about playing time. Playing right? time. Playing yeah, time, playing yeah. time. Yeah. So get, getting the opportunity that I felt like I, I, that I felt like I deserved at the time. Maybe there's things that I overlooked that, that didn't, that I didn't do, but definitely at that time, I'm like, yo, I'm putting in double, double time here where these guys are coming in. You know, I know they're not eating well. I know they're just doing whatever on the weekend, come weekend time. They're playing, starting, mm. and I'm there on the bench, just looking like, what the heck, <laughs> yo, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> but hey, it's sometimes, sometimes that's how that's just how it rolls, right? That's that's how it is. Later on in life, things come, you know, come in a full circle. Whereas, like, 
maybe I saw my success come in a different way, okay? They're, maybe they struggled a little more because they had to go through that discipline one way or another, or maybe they eventually didn't make it anywhere, okay? Um, but it just goes back down to the input-output thing, right? So yeah. So yeah. It was, definitely, it was definitely a difficult time, I can tell you that, that's for sure. So how did you not give up in that face of adversity? Like, so many people would have said, screw this, I'm getting on a flight and I'm going the hell home. Oh, what made you I, stay? I definitely thought about it. Oh, you did, eh? <laughs> I definitely thought about it. <laughs> I'm like, damn, and I went through a few injuries too, so like, it was, it was a time where, where I'm like, yo, is this really for me? Um, and I would get injured, I would recover, I'd go back to it, give my 100%. Because I feel like I just, that's what I owe to myself, right? A real... Uh, give a real shot at this, like give give everything you got, and I didn't feel like I gave everything. Even even if I wasn't getting the opportunity, I feel like I had more to give. So that's why I just kept going. Like this is not going to be easy, right? People don't just get opportunities for no reason, and that's like I said, told you before, right? Like getting there is one thing. That's the easy part. Now staying there at that level is the hard part. That's where the challenging part came, and I knew that already. So I'm like, yo, you got to keep going. Eventually, you're going to get your opportunity. And then we'll see where that goes from there. Almost like this, I don't want to say hopefulness, but like faithfulness that you will get to where you need to go. For sure. If I have to. I'm like, it's just the way it should be. You know, you put, you put in the work, you keep going, keep trusting and betting on yourself. And eventually you should be able to get, get to that point where you get the opportunity, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I want to just touch on one thing you said there. Like if you're working double time and the guy next to you, now he's not even working and he's still getting playing time. I want to even be mindful maybe that guy put in two, three years worth of reps before you did. For sure. So he's already at a different stage where you're just kind of getting into it. You know what I'm saying? For sure. That's so a good point. That, yeah, man. That's a good point. That's exactly how it is. That's, that's the, the naive, younger you know, version of me where I thought that I deserved something that maybe wasn't mine yet. Yeah. Right, so. Yeah, 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 for sure, man. So here you are. You're 17 years old. just a kid across the world. You're navigating this, plus there's other nutrition, gym, recovery demands as well. Having the discipline to not skip and lounge around and not go out and party, like, that's a lot. Especially being in Europe, it's party city, man. I, I've been there uh, multiple times, and it's, they, go, they go hard. So kudos to you for not always buying into it. <laughs> but I believe our generation struggles with discipline and consistency, mainly because it's easy to give in to other temptations. And that's what's going to derail them instead of putting in work. So how did you handle, in the face of temptation, staying aligned and disciplined? Across the seas, by yourself, nobody to actually report to. Man, again, I think like that's a that's a deeper question on how on a little bit on how we are, um, on how we're raised and the values that we how, like what we value in our life, right? I, I, that's that's something that has to go into play. Like, there's certain people that um, just don't have that example growing up. I know this is a different a whole different topic, but um, I feel like I was I kind of just watched, let's say, my parents and the people around me and how they and how they lived their life. Not not just what they told me, but what, how they actually. I, like how I mimicked everything that they did. And just from young, I kind of just built this like, again, self-accountability. Okay, you gotta stay disciplined, you gotta do this, you have to brush your teeth, you have to make your bed. You know, as a young kid, you have to go to school, you have to do your homework, you have to, because you know that later on, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna come back, right? I've, I was always told that whatever you do now, you're gonna get it later. When you do now, you're gonna get it later. That's just how it is, right? You don't brush your teeth, you're gonna go to the dentist. <laughs> it's just simple things like that that was just in, in, in my brain all the time. So when I got to, you know, my parents gave me that trust to like, hey, I'm, you're going to go to Europe, go ahead. A lot, of, a lot of kids, I'm sure, that were great athletes just weren't allowed, you know? So I didn't take it for granted. I'm like, 
okay, I'm going to go to Europe, I'm going to go to South America, I'm going to live there by myself, okay? Am I really going to let myself down? Am I going to waste time? Am I going to let them down? You know, my teammates down, my people that trust me that I've gotten this far? And I just had this constant reminder that what I, what I was there to do wasn't party. I could do that at home, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. Party and mess around and, and, and not put in the work. Yeah, one, one thing that stood out there for me, what you just said, was you had this opportunity to go, I'm not going to waste it. I've been having a lot of conversations with people lately to say, it's almost selfish of you to not show up to the gym, to your goal, to your profession, to wherever it is, to somebody who doesn't have that opportunity. Like, the fact that I'm able to afford a gym membership, healthy food, and my body is able to go work out, you have all the pieces there. If you don't want it, that's fine. But if you do want it, it's almost like you're wasting something that somebody might kill for. Somebody would kill to be in your spot across seas. Am I right? For sure. So if you are not willing to just pay the price to admission to do that, live it out and achieve that, I feel like it's almost a total waste. I think I agree. I think, like you said, that word is selfish, right? Mm. It is selfish. If you really think about it, we, okay, for example, I always give, you know, people in the gym this example, especially when people around my age or a little bit younger, I'm like, our parents, okay, especially parents that come from, from different countries, their main goal was just to survive. You know, they come from a different country, get them. Their goal was, okay, I got to survive, I got to provide. They had no time to think about gym and health and what they're eating, et cetera, et cetera, for most part, okay? Um, our, our starting line of the race is a lot higher up than theirs, okay? So we're starting at a much, so if we let ourselves, you know, finish at the same place that they finished, I think that's a letdown. You know, I think, I think, that's, I think we, we did something wrong because they pushed all the way up this line for us to start somewhere higher and then we just slowed down and we just let ourselves just get comfortable. You know what I mean? For what? They did all this sacrifice, different countries, different language, um, work, you know, different talk. work, you know what I mean? Work, like they got there and they pushed us up this line and then we just start walking. You know? Yo. Like, for what? You know what I mean? Let's, we have this advantage. Take, take, you know, take it, don't take it for granted. Take advantage of it and then move forward, right? Yeah, the you advantage know? is it's insane. Just even the fact, like, if you got a computer, like, in your house, you got food every day. <laughs> like, you're, you got Wi-Fi, yo, like, 90% of your worries are taken care of. It's, you yeah. have, like you said, you're 10 steps ahead of where they started from. Exactly. So it's just, yeah, you have to, like, don't be selfish. Literally. Get it done. Take yeah. advantage of what you have. Exactly. Mariano, my man. Okay, let's wrap up here with this Mm -hmm. mental component of discipline. Mental, I'm a huge mental discipline, consistency, motivation, like that is where I believe the real champions are made in any facet of life. Now, in our earlier conversation, you said you embodied the belief that you were pro before you were pro. What do you mean by this? For sure, I remember telling like some of my elementary school friends, like, yo, I'm gonna be a professional soccer player. Like, yeah, okay, and like, it was like that typical cliche, like, yeah, okay, and then they make it, right? Um, you definitely have to have a certain vision of yourself becoming something before you actually do it, no matter how big it is, right? Um, that's something I had to do with everything I've done. Going and playing in Europe, I had to envision it 100 times before I actually got there. And then, you know, playing pro, okay, I had to envision it before it got there. Then. I came back home, I'm like, I had no job at the time. I'm like, hey, let me do something. But I know eventually I'm gonna open up a gym, okay? I had to vision it before it, before it happened. 
That's the only way. You have to believe in yourself before you actually do anything that you want to do. If it matter, if even if it's losing weight, getting like I said, a certain job title, um, if you want to go travel somewhere, you got anything you want to do in your life. You have to you have to see yourself doing it before you even begin the process of getting there. You know, what like I mean? a vivid picture of what your life would look and like and consistent picture. Consistent. What do you mean consistent? Picture? Like it has to be in your head, like every day, mm. every day. It has to be. If you want to achieve something that, like, to that that big of a level, you have to be consistent on what type of pictures you have in your head, so that when you, you know, so it makes sense, so that you continue to drive yourself in that direction. Yeah, you know? and you take actions in alignment with that new vision, rather than whatever limiting belief system you're currently doing, right? Exactly, for sure. Because then after, there's a lot of people that you hear, oh, I want to, your next year or this time, I'm gonna do this, right? And then the next day, like, oh, actually, I want to do this. And then the two days after that, they're like, no, actually, I want to become this. And then it's like, wait, you're never going to become any of them because you're changing every single day. Your picture's changing and you're not doing anything to get to any of those, those places. You know what I mean? 100%. So it has to be a consistent picture of what you want to do. Clear, yeah. vivid, consistent. That's the motto right there. And then go, yeah. So, okay, how do you, even you might work with clients on this too, but how can somebody listening right now overcome their limited beliefs and step into the energy and mindset of their best future self? Like, how can they just start that? This might be a foreign concept to some people. I guess, like, if we're talking about the, the actual, like, process of it, let's say, for example, use the gym, okay, as an example, maybe go with a friend. Step out of your comfort zone, go with a friend, go with a family member. Um, start with them they kind of give you a little bit of comfort at the beginning and then you can proceed to go on your own and go there but i think the 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 ultimate answer is just just start just go mm. just go eventually it may not it may not happen now but later on you'll just you'll just do it okay that's why a lot of people when they end up getting oh i have this certain like disease i have diabetes now then they change their food Mm. You know what I mean? Or, or they have some sort of like injury. Okay, now I have to go to the gym. You know what I mean? Because they, have, they, they, had to, they were pushed to it. Just start. Just go. Like I said, there's little ways you can do it. Like bring a friend along, bring a, 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 a family member along. If you want to do something else, let's say I want to start running every single day. Okay, start with a walk. Okay, and then lead to a jog and then do a jog walk and then do a run walk. And then eventually you'll get there. You know what I mean? Slowly you step into that you energy. Slow, but, yeah. you, but you have to start. You have yeah. to start with the walk. Yeah, you, you have to. You just started. Even if, even if you want to come to the gym and you want to just sit outside and then go home, do it. <laughs> you I have, love that. Yeah. You at least drove here. <laughs> okay, tomorrow maybe you'll walk in. You know what I mean? Yo, man, that's good. <laughs> so that's just, you know, step by step. Oh, man, that's great. That's yeah. great. So, One thing I'll say here before we wrap up, especially tapping into that future best self, for me, what I've really found helped me is st standing around, being around people who already are that person. Like we just started an entrepreneur group, me and my buddy not too long ago. And these are all people with a business. These are all people with a good growth mindset. They're very positive. They're smart, like really yeah. just intelligent people. Just merely sitting at a dinner table with them, my energy already feels different. I come back to my business going, oh, I know this, 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 and this now. How can I put that into action? And that was merely because I'm now attuned to the energy of the people around me. And that helps me step into my entrepreneurship ability more. I think that's a, that's a great example, actually. That's a, that's a, very, that's a very good point, uh, which we'll go back to like a lot of people struggle with because they have to let go of so many other things 
to put you put themselves in that position mm. to like now be in a room with people that are completely different from the group that they're used to right and i think that's cool what you guys are doing is awesome actually you know you, you guys putting yourselves out there um is is just another step to becoming greater and greater i think that's that's cool like they, there's a quote like i don't know if it's a quote or it's an actual saying but it was like you know don't be don't be the smartest person in the room type of thing you know you want to be around people that you can learn from right you also don't want to be the dumbest person in the room because <laughs> you want to you want to have enough knowledge to be there but like you know don't be the smart if you want to learn something you know surround yourself with people that that even know more than you you know yeah or even just cool. embody that lifestyle 10x better than you yeah right um mm-hmm. one thing i will also say here to touch on that too is you um, you said it was going to be uncomfortable stepping into that situation whether it's it's unfamiliar it's not like your old friends but Sometimes you need to shed the old to step into the new, and that's just the price of, to admission uh, to get there. That's how it is. Yeah, man. Love I think it. it's great. Mariano, yeah. my man, thank you for yeah. coming on here. Yo, tell us quickly about what you do here and where can listeners connect with you and come try out your stuff. Yo, we're located here in Vaughn. This guy didn't even know where he was at. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're in Vaughn. Okay, so, you know, come in, check us out. We're on Instagram, Facebook. Okay, come try it out. Try it out. Do, you know, we have a good environment. We're good people here. Uh, if you want to make a change, you know, why not? Yeah, let's get it not? going. Even the the different training style that you have here, tell us a little bit about that because it's really cool and uh, you have a lot of different stuff going on. First of all, it's all about just uh, pushing your limits. Okay, no matter what you do, we train athletes here. We train just people that want to just get into better shape. We train people that want to get uh, back into shape or they're coming back from injury. We, we do it all at the, at the end of the day. But it's the it's the environment that we have. Um, we all want to just get better. And, and, and this, is, this is the trainers included. Like, we all want to keep learning. We're all growing. We all want to, um, to share what we know, the knowledge that we know. We do a lot of strength and conditioning, okay? Um, but regardless of, of what we do specifically, because we have a lot of specialists here. Like, oh, um, this person is, is, is a glue specialist. This person is an expert in, in athletes. This person is an expert in, in weight loss. At the end of the day, no matter what we do, I feel like we're just a good in team and a good environment and that you'll you'll leave here better than, than you came in. And I think that's the most important part. Awesome. Yeah, yeah we'll link all Mariano's uh, links in the show notes wherever you're listening to this too. Click over to his stuff, hop on a call, whatever. Just come check out his stuff. He's got a crazy awesome gym here. It's designed nice for <laughs> right now, man. I'm telling you. Hey, new things coming in next year, eh? We're expanding, so that should be interesting. My man, congrats. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Well, boys and girls listening, thank you so much for tuning in. Connect with Mariano, and we hope we really provided some exceptional value for you today. Mariano, thanks for coming on the show, man. Thanks for having me.